0: The history of entrepreneurship in Detroit is important because there are blocks and blocks that don't exist anymore. Entire neighborhoods that have been forever changed and now only a memory. That's why we can never forget our history. Brazelton Floral has existed in various locations throughout Detroit for over 75 years. And many of those locations are long gone but Mrs. Alice Brazelton Pittman remembers them all and pledges to see Brazelton Floral remain in Detroit for a long time to come. Welcome to In Good Company, honest stories about the history and future of entrepreneurship in Detroit and Southeast Michigan. Detroit has a bright future ahead, and we must always pay tribute to the trailblazers who got us this far. This is In Good Company, and I'm Shannon Casey. COVID-19 changed the way we've had to do interviews. Instead of meeting in person at WDET, I had to call Mrs. Alice Brazelton-Pittman on the phone. We had a great conversation about Brazelton Floral and also the history of Detroit. For Mrs. Alice, it all goes back to her dad, Edgar Brazelton Sr.
1: No, I, I was told that my father, he came from the South, from Birmingham, Alabama, and came to Detroit to have a a safer life, a better life. Then he would later on send for my grandmother to come. I was told that dad started selling flowers on the street, on the corner. He built his business from scratch. And that was common in the days if they were going to have a business. They had to start it on their own. There were no loans given out. You had to do it for yourself. And so he started selling uh, the flowers from, from the curbside, curbside business until he eventually got his first store. If I'm not mistaken, it was 3939 Brush Street. They called it Black Bottom. Our community was there. We didn't go outside of our community as a race of people. I remember the Black Hotel, and I'm quite sure many of my generation would have memories of that. It was the Gotham Hotel, and that was Black-owned. But uh, I remember Dad would take me there because he would take flowers for their rooms for Billy Eckstein and Sarah Vaughn and Dinah Washington, Sammy Davis Jr. And I remember this little girl, They would all go to the Flame Show Bar that was on Canfield and John R. That's where they would entertain at. That's where the Black entertainers would entertain at. And then there was a hall on Woodward. I can't think of the name, but there was a building. But that's where our people would have their big dances or big shows. But Dad's store was right down there and it was known as ACME, A-C-M-E,
0: Flower Shop. Coming from a family business myself, I already knew the answer, but I asked anyway, did a young Mrs. Alice have to work at the store? Yeah, everyone in
1: the family had to work at the store. My first job at the store was, I had to put all the uh, cards in the card holder, you know, the birthday sympathy cards, you know, anniversary cards. I had to water the plants, and I had to sweep the floor and I had to learn how to greet customers when they come in with a smile. You know, you would say, hello, welcome to Acme Flower Shop, (laughs) how can I help you? Oh yeah, and I had to learn how to put flowers up. And if I wanted to get in trouble, Mishandle my bit. yeah yeah mishandle those flowers and don't cut them right and the water had to be the right temperature the bucket had to be clean and when it comes to those flowers they had the priority even over his children yeah <laughs> but he would always tell us that's your bread and butter that's the way we live and if we don't take care of it it won't take care of us.
0: Eventually, Mrs. Alice's father left the Brush Street store because Black Bottom was disappearing. People were leaving to move west, and other systematic and societal changes were in the works. Eventually, the flower shop had to move west, too, to follow the people. When he left Brush Street, he changed
1: the name from Acme to Brazzleton's.
0: The area they moved to on 12th Street wasn't the best location. After uh, we left Brush Street,
1: Dad went to 12th Street in Atkinson. He went there because he thought it was a good business decision, but it was not. The business was good, but the location almost took us under. It was just a bad location. Good Street is now known as Rosa Park Boulevard. There was 12th Street, and we stayed there maybe two years. But uh, Dad stayed there, and we did. We financially almost went under.
0: Then Mr. Brazelton moved further west, to 12th and Burlingame, and it proved to be a much better location. But then an event happened that will forever be burnt into the history of Detroit, the 1967 riots. We were there for the riots, and, and the
1: Lord bless Us that when they got to our block of stores, that they kept moving. They did not burn down the store or do any damage to it, which we were very, very thankful for because much damage was done that day, that weekend, that we still haven't recovered from. That was a sad day for our city. There was nothing to boast in. Uh, It was just a real sad day. You know, we burned our own community. But that was there. the business began, again, location, same street, but different side. Now he's on the west side of the street instead of the east side. And for some reason, it appealed to drivers. They could pull in, place an order, and pull
0: out about two years later Dad moved to the boulevard. The boulevard is West Grand Boulevard. The Fisher Building, the Cadillac Building, Henry Ford Hospital, James H. Cole Funeral Home, Motown, Hittsville, USA. It was the perfect location for a florist. My dad.
1: He was a, a businessman, he was a one-on-one person. He, and my father was a very tall man, very tall, slender, handsome man. Um, and he knew, he was smart. My father was very intelligent, very intelligent, and very good with numbers. He uh, he used to frighten me. Oh my God, he, he would, oh, I would shudder when he would ask me my times tables because you know, you had to know your timetables. You had to know your math. You had to know basic equations in your head. You know, he would tell me, Alex, you can't think about it. You have to know it. He didn't have time to pull out a calculator. He had to know it in his head. And I, I to see my dad wheel and deal was like I was looking at another man in another dimension. He broke down those barriers. Now, mind you, there are not at that time, there may be one or two black floors, but none of
0: them is never as prominent as my father's to open doors. Business was booming on the boulevard, and Edgar Brazelton Sr. had a big vision. He wanted to do even more. I remember
1: when he would tell my mom how he was working, you know, he would call my mom by her nickname. But he would tell her, I'm trying to get a contract. If I could just get a contract with uh, the big, one of the big four, and that was GM, Chrysler, Ford, and somebody else, I can't think. And, but this one particular day, he came home, and I happened to be home, but had to be in the summertime. We had a nice house uh, that we grew up in, and he was sitting at his end of the table and mom was sitting at her end of the dining room table and I was—I always sat to the left of my dad he had finished his dinner and he pushed his chair back as usual and crossed his leg and he looked at my mom and he called her by her name he didn't say anything for a few minutes he kind of dropped his head and then he cleared his throat and he said I got it and I'm looking at him wide-eyed. You got it? And my mom looked at him. He looked at my mom with tears in his eyes. And he said, Lish, I got it. I Now, I can't say what he said, okay. <laughs> but he said, I got the blank contract. My dad, he blushed. He was red. He wiped the tears from his eyes. And then he said something that I'll never forget. He looked at my mom with the straight eyes, and he said, you just don't know how much humble pie I had to eat to get this contract. I will never forget that moment as long as I live of the cost that he paid to get that contract. I don't know what humility he had to go through, how much he was insulted, what names he may have been called, how he may have been appeared to by other businessmen in that field to be made ashamed, I don't know. But he went on to get the contract with Chrysler's, GM, and Ford. Yes, he got all three contracts.
0: Mrs. Alice's father went on to run Brazelton Floral until his health wouldn't let him anymore.
1: He worked until he could work no more until his body, he couldn't carry his body to the store anymore.
0: And then the kids took over. Mrs. Alice's brother and sister took over day-to-day operations of Brazelton Floral. And Mrs. Alice, she lived a life of ministry with her husband. Until family tragedy happened. First, it was her brother. He died of cancer in 2018. Then her sister died shortly afterwards. And that was in four months of each other. So all of a sudden, I am the heir apparent to the store. When Mrs. Alice took over the store, it was in bad condition from years and years of disrepair. All of the equipment had been ransacked after the brother and sister's passing. All the invoices were past due and contracts expired. Mrs. Alice explains it like this.
1: I'm mourning, but if this is a strange mourning. I'm not mourning over my brother and my sister. I'm mourning over this store. It's like she has she's died but she wants to live. And I found myself, God, what do you want me to do with this store? Unfortunately being, I mean, I just have to speak with truth because you can drive by the business and see the condition of the building. She was not well cared for. I have a lot of work that has to take place at the business uh, externally and internally. It has just been by the grace of God that that door is still open. My business files were taken from me uh, that had been built up over the years. I started that store with nothing but a front door and a red ribbon.
0: A red ribbon. It was left on the workroom floor, and it had a purpose. So I would
1: go to the store every day in July and August, September, open up the door, just let the store breathe. I wouldn't buy anything because I didn't have any money. I was sitting outside one day and here comes this old sweet black mama, just roly-poly walking down the street. And you know how we are, were taught as young people, you speak to your elders, right? So uh, I looked at her and I said, hello, mother. And she said, hello. And I said, how are you? She said, I'm fine. She said, the Lord told me to come down here. I said, the who <laughs> She said, the Lord told me to come down here. I said, the Lord told you to come down here? She said, yes. <laughs> I said, well, okay, come on. So she came up to the steps. I said, well, she said, God told me to come down here. And I said, well, what did he tell you to come for he told me, I need a red ribbon, and he told me to come down here. I said, would you mind telling my husband what you said? She looked at me like I was crazy. She said, sure, baby, I'm telling <laughs> So I took her in the store, and the store is dark because I'm airing the store out. I said, this is my husband. I said, honey, she's got something to tell you. And he said, okay. I said, go ahead, mother, tell him what God said. So she said, well, God told me to come down here because I need a red ribbon. Well, in the meantime, I go to the back of the store. Now you have to understand something. The store has been, let me say nicely, broken into, and everything has of value to the store has been removed. But when I went back there, you know what was left? A red ribbon. I just was amazed at God. As she talked to my husband, I made her a red bow. I still know how to make bows. I made her a red bow. I said, here, mother. And she began to encourage me in the Lord and say, God's gonna give you back double for what you have gone through. You are not to close this door. God's gonna keep it open.
0: And Brazleton Floral has remained open. It's been in the community since anyone who's still around can remember. Young and old continue to use their floral services for all occasions, and even just because. And Mrs. Alice plans to keep it that way for a long time to come.
1: In all my heart, I know there's a lot of people out there that want to see our failure. They're the naysayers. Will she survive? She doesn't know what she's doing. She's too old. I'm old, but I'm cute. I'm old, cute, sassy, and I'm smart as over 70 something years old. Don't tell me what you can't do when you put your mind to it and God puts it in your heart and spirit. If I can do this, over 70-something years old, don't tell me young people can't get up and be entrepreneurs. If I can start from scratch, from nothing, and do it and walk by faith, you know, God will do his part, but you got to get up off your behind and do your part.
0: And remember, visit Brazeltons.com for all your floral needs. This episode was produced and mixed by Alex Trajano, and I'm your host, Shannon Casey. Original music by Sam Bobian and Andrew Bishop. Inga Co. Detroit was developed by the New Economy Initiative with support from the Knight Foundation. Please go to IngoCodetroit.com to hear more about the Brazelton Floral Story and connect with the resources and practical tools to help your business create its history in Detroit. Make sure you subscribe to In Good Co. Detroit on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a story. Thanks for listening.